Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. In this special edition of Where Are They Now?, I sat down with Sean Benson, former standout player and captain for the Yorktown Huskers, who took his game to the St. Thomas Aquinas Spartans this season, and Anthony Caruto. 2012 New York State Division I champion and former captain of the Suffern Mounties who took his game to Ramapo College of New Jersey where he also won a league title. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Sean Benson. This is part of my Where Are They Now? Sean was a standout player for the Yorktown Huskers. And now he is leading the way as captain of the uh, St. Thomas Aquinas Spartans. Sean, Happy New Year. Thank you so much for taking some time out to join me tonight. Happy New Year, Travis. It's great to be here. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about your journey from Yorktown to St. Thomas Aquinas? All right. So in high school, you know, every, every high school hockey player has that dream of playing Division one hockey and make it to one of those elite programs such as like a Boston University or North Dakota. And all these coaches expect you to play junior hockey and at that level, it's almost like it's a waste of time, but it's also gonna help you get to those levels. But I took a different route. Um last year I kinda took my trips up north to Utica. Uh played at a uh, community college called Mohawk Valley. Okay. Uh, had a blast. It, yep. was, it was absolutely fun. Um, got to go out, have a good social life with my roommates, teammates, play hockey, get my grades up to where I wanted them to be, to get to a school-like stack where it's great academics. Uh, social life's good there as well. Um, hockey's, hockey's up and coming, definitely for sure. Um Transferring from the community college, I was definitely looking at some Division three schools, you know, looking at Manhattanville and schools like that where I could play division hockey, but I wasn't sure if I was going to ride by the bench. Right. And uh, where I knew it stack, where I knew I could help build up the program, get to where it once was back in the day. Right. And uh, I'm just here at Stack looking to help build the program, get more guys, high-caliber players like myself and uh, – my teammates Dougie Harrison, Carl Lorenz, out to the uh, out to stack to build a program, make it better. Yeah, I have to tell you, I'm a guidance counselor by trade, and I I brought a group of students over to St. Thomas Aquinas a couple of years ago, and I was really impressed with the teacher to student ratio, with the number of different sports that they offer, the the real the feel of the campus. You know, it's proximity to New York City. It's proximity to you know the Hudson Valley if you will so they really is you know I'm thrilled that they have hockey now and I also know that the, from talking to coach Schuster they're looking to bring uh football also onto campus yes. next year too which yes. will be big 
which would be big. So um, you touched on this a little bit, but what's the biggest difference, uh, Sean, between playing for the Huskers, you know, playing at the high school level and now playing for the Spartans, in your opinion? Uh, my opinion was in Yorktown, we had, we had the crop. I got to represent the crop from Yorktown. Um, everyone, no matter what sport it was or if it was boys or girls sports, there was always a good amount of the student section there cheering on their students. Um, the biggest difference was that, um, well, honestly, what I would love to see for stack is get more, more people at the games. I mean, yeah. college life, college life is hard. Yeah. You don't want to pay $5 or however, how much it costs to get into a game at for sport or at stack. But right. I, I would love to see more, more students get out to the games. Uh, it definitely would help us. I know for me for sure. I love playing in front of a big crowd. Absolutely. Scar- scoring that big goal and going over to the crowd and get them going. Yep. Jumping up on the glass, getting everybody excited. I have to Definitely. say, you know, I'm sure there's some ways, whether it's talking to coach Schuster or talking to the athletics folks there, you know, getting a fan bus or, you know, even mm-hmm. though Sporto's not that far from stack per se, you know, if you got a fan bus over there, you know, get some kids. Um, and certainly I think one, once word gets out that stack does have a hockey program, um, you know, maybe you guys make some appearances on campus and whatnot. I de- definitely spreading the word. You know, you've got the social media. You know, before the high school season started, I-, I came to at least a half a dozen of your games. And I'm actually looking to check out at least one more. Uh, you guys are mixing it up, I believe, with Hofstra on Friday, February 2nd. It's like a late night game at Sporto. Yeah. And I definitely want to be there for that to see you and Dougie. Pete Giannatiempo, Carl Lorenz. I had Matt Brianti on my show last year. So there's definitely, you know, a couple of kids that have that have been on my show before that certainly played for teams in, in our area. Um, can you just uh, talk a little bit, give me your thoughts on stack season so far? I know it's uh, we're trying to rebuild the program. We're trying to get it back to where it once was. I mean, the record doesn't lie here. We're 4-10. Uh, I mean, at the beginning of the year, we came – first game of the year we came out guns blazing right we we were we were up against Ramco, the defending champs of the league and yeah i was there for that we we were we were grooving we we definitely Ramco that first game underestimated us for sure they thought we were just it was gonna be a walkover game and just right. kind of pack it in right uh we we came out ready to play and we didn't want to take anything for granted against those guys uh but then after that kind of derailed right um i mean Definitely, we were, we're a young team. We've got at least nine, ten freshmen on sure, the team. Sure, And it's just, it's a building process. Yep. I mean, I feel like as a captain, what I have to do is kind of get the boys together, kind of do a lot of team bonding, go to Dave and Buster's so close to school, uh, have people open the dorm, get a nice little shell turning going on. Um, but from based from the team sport, I got to, Coach Schuster's doing a hell of a job. Uh recruiting getting guys talking to guys just trying to convince them to get the stack i mean i'm trying to do my best i know some guys in the hudson valley area that are seniors trying to i don't know if they want to play at stack but if they want to continue to hockey i mean stack is not like i said not a bu or a north dakota type level team but if you want to play club hockey and go to school for a reasonable price i know Stack's not that expensive. It's right. somewhat cheaper than some of the state schools, but 
definitely has a lot to offer and there's scholarships there's other ways that you can pay for uh-huh. school i know coach and i went over that he was on my my show last year and we talked about making the jump from high school to college hockey and i do have to give a shout out to coach schuster i mean he's at every it seems like he's at every rink he's there. every he, weekend he, talking to kids yeah. all over high school hockey yeah yeah he's everywhere um What's the one thing, and, and you touched on it in one of your previous answers too, Sean. What's one of the things you miss most about playing high school hockey? Um, the one thing I miss about high school hockey is being able to play against your friends from different towns. I mean, and just getting close with guys from different towns. I know from your town we play like a John Jay or a uh, Mayapak team. And I had I had buddies on those teams like Somers. I knew RJ Laspina. Right. Uh, know those guys from playing travel hockey with or against each other um and just found like the amount of publicity that it might not get as much as a lacrosse and in the westchester county but hockey hockey socially on twitter yeah is, it's like blowing up everywhere i mean you're you're out there you're almost at all the suffering games or a lot of the key games around uh mike doherty's he's always at a different game every week um it's, that's the one thing I miss is just the publicity that it gets, for sure. I have to playing against I, your friends. I have to tell you, you know, since I started my show last year, I mean, it really has taken off. But you know, to me, the Hudson Valley is a hockey hotbed. You know, on any given night, you know, like you just mentioned, whether it's you know. Uh, now it's Brewtown. It's no longer Brewster Yorktown. It's yeah. Brewtown. So I was going to ask you, talking a lot about the crop. You know, they, they the moniker that that someone gave them. I didn't give it to them. They're the Corn Cubs. I know the boys don't like that that term, but the uh, you know the you got you have your Brewster Yorktown. You've got your Rydetown Harrison. You've got your um, your Mayor Packs and and you know all these other programs. I'm I'm going to be a Brewster tomorrow night. I'm going to be a Brewster Saturday night. You know just because. You know, I go where the games are. I go where the games are. It's as simple as that. Hey, um, in your opinion, how's the state of hockey, you know, based on what you've seen? I know you played at Yorktown, you know, but what's your opinion on the state of hockey in Section 1? Um, state of hockey in Section 1, it is, it's high, it's high, it's high about now. I mean, you got, you got the big teams like a, a Pelham or a Mammo. I mean, Mammo two years ago won state's. Pelham last year won states. Yep. I mean, I was it's up. not like in the old days where it was all the teams from up north, like a Messina or a West Gen, sure. that are taking home the state championship. You got teams from Westchester County take bringing home the hardware, yeah, which is which is great to see. And you've got teams, and you've got teams like you said, West Jenny and whatnot coming down for tournaments. I mean, Edwards yeah. Edwards in a tournament in December, fifteen teams came down. You had Orchard Park, Niagara Weed Field. Lancaster, West Seneca West, you had uh, St. Joe's, we had, uh, you know, you have all these teams coming down. As a matter of fact, I just got off the phone with Coach Witch, he's up in Skinny Atlas playing a couple of games, so we are a hockey hotbed. In 2007, Monroe Woodbury, and I know they're not part of Section 1, but they're a part of the Hudson Valley, 2007, Monroe Woodbury win states, in 2012, Suffern win states, and like you said, 2016 was Mamo, 2017 was Pelham. I happened to be up there at the Harbor Center uh, to see them win it all. I got interviews, I was in the locker room, it was awesome, and I'm going back up again uh, this year. I know you were just up in Buffalo recently at the World Junior, Sean, right? I was, I was. It was an unbelievable experience. Um, I, I was just there for the two games. Unfortunately, the first game was when the United States lost to Slovakia. Right. 
but uh, I was out at the outdoor game, freezing my freezing my butt off. Yep. Uh, did you have a, Did you have Did you have a shirt on, or did you have your shirt off? Oh, I had I had to wear. I had to go tarps on. I could not be like that guy. Oh, you saw that tarps off tarps off for the boys. <laughs> yeah, I I could I could not go tarps off. It was way too cold out there. I think he had a little bit of liquid courage in him, Sean. If you know. What yeah, I'm talking about. I, that definitely was what's going on. <laughs> For hey, that guy. Hey, I know that you're on break right now, but could you give us a typical day in the life of Sean Benson, like when you're back at school in the dorm with the boys? You know, what's a typical day for you like? Um, for me, uh, I'm not sure if my mom's gonna be listening to this, but for me, I I'm an early riser when I'm at school. Um, right. I try my best for to get the best grade I can get in school. Uh, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm at every class. It's rare I miss a class. Almost I'm exhausted completely or don't feel well um after that it's kind of just laying low staying out of trouble uh i'm a big nhl guy big nhl guy so i'm it's always like i'm asking my roommates to play me in nhl or something like that uh when uh, when you when you play who do you play as what's your go-to team uh it's kind of hard i mean i love i love playing as uh the leafs yep uh, we're playing with those young guns like Matthews and Nylander. Did I but, did I see you on Instagram with Dougie Harrison in a Leafs shirt? I was wearing yeah. I was wearing an Austin Matthews Centennial Classic shirt. That yeah. was me. Yes, I saw you, and I did a hashtag Legends or something like that. I don't know. I did. Yeah, that that, that was me. But um, <laughs> usually usually when I play NHL, it's we go with the traditional uh, three randoms, and then you got to pick from three randoms. I see. And go from there. All right, who is your is are the Leafs your favorite pro team? I know you were watching them before I called you. Uh I mean, I got to stick with the hometown team with the Rangers. Okay. Listen, nothing wrong with that. I'm a I'm a big Ranger fan, long suffering. You know, yeah. I got I got into them when my buddy Joe told me back in the day, all oh, this Messier guys come and he's going to change everything. He's going to bring us a cup, and he was right. I mean, I had season tickets from '97 till 2004. They had that crazy run in '97 where they lost to the Flyers in the Eastern Conference semis, and then yeah. after that, they missed the playoffs. Then we had the lockout. Then I've kind of been priced out. I, I get to maybe about a half a dozen games a year. I saw them play Detroit. I saw them play Vegas. Um, I'm supposed to go see them play Calgary in February, and and my second favorite team, and I, I've tweeted this out and I put it on Insta all over the place, are the Golden Knights, hands down. Best story, yeah. best story in the NHL right now. I picked up a I picked up a Justin Tuck jersey. That kid's from uh, the Syracuse area. He's from Baldwinsville, okay. and uh, you know nobody told these boys they weren't supposed to be good. They play a full no. sixty minutes, as you know, from start to finish. I mean, at one point they were on their fifth string goalie. You know, you had the shooting out there, that tragedy that really galvanized yeah. the city, and the the, mm-hmm. the 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 city has come to embrace them. So I'm actually going to watch the Golden Knights take on um, the Devils on March 4th. I'm sitting down low, no big oh, deal. You know, nice. for buck twenty a piece though, Sean, which is dirt cheap compared to the garden that, prices. Compared to the garden, it's like buck twenty for sitting in nosebleeds, not even watching the game, you're watching it from a TV. Absolutely. And then uh and then believe it or not, I'm going up to Buffalo, as I said, for the state championships. And mm-hmm. guess who's gonna be playing the Sabres that same weekend and staying at the same hotel that I'm gonna be at? The Vegas Golden, Golden Knights. Knights. So hopefully get a couple of autographs, maybe some pictures. So you know it'll be Definitely. a good time. Um is there a spot you mentioned it earlier doing like team bonding and stuff like that, get, you know, with the boys, is there a, a place that you hit after a game for a bite with the guys? If so, where do you go? Um, right now, 
uh, with the new the new school and not really knowing the area. Haven't found that specific spot yet. Right. But I mean, the mall has all these different restaurants in sure. there. But uh, we we like to go on Thursday nights to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, sure. like fifty cent night or something yep, like that. Yeah, of course. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you a piece of advice as a guidance counselor. It's my obligation to do so. There is a great barbecue restaurant in Orangeburg. Um, now the name is escaping me. Ay ay ay. Oh, it's it's gonna it'll come to me. Don't worry. As we keep talking, it'll come to me. But there's a great barbecue restaurant in Orangeburg. I'll give you the name before we hang up. And I want I want you to go check it out. They have a platter there. It's called the Table Buster. It's basically every piece of meat from the smoker um, wow. under the sun. It's unreal. And you you know you and a couple of the boys can polish that off easily. I um, think I might be able to polish it off for myself <laughs> if, it's, if I'm in the right if I'm in the right appetite. Right, I might be able to... If you're in the right frame of mind, hey Sean, yeah. what's the best piece of advice you've received? Oh, it's called Bailey's, by the way, Bailey's Smokehouse. Bailey's, All right, check I'm it jot out. That down right now. It was an Irish pub for a number of years, and they threw a smoker in there probably ten years ago, and the barbecue is outrageous. Get the table buster. It's about sixty bucks, but it's every piece of barbecue meat under the sun and they have a thing there too sean it's a corn souffle it's like imagine baking a cornbread and pulling it out of the oven before it completely cooks and it's still like a little gooey inside it's Uh unbelievable all right so what's the best piece of advice because it sounds like you went a little bit of a different route going to play uh, up at community college and then transferring to stack what's the best piece of advice you've received regarding playing hockey post high school um Keep working hard and never giving up. I mean, uh, just before before you even get involved in hockey, I, I learned how to ski on figure skates. Um, right. A lot of people are going to be like, are you serious? Like, why would you ever do that? But um, And a lot of people are going to laugh like yourself. But um, learning I, I, on figure skates was honestly might have been Mike and could be the best decision ever was because I learned how to work on my edges. Right. And – Almost every coach has come up to me after a tryout or just a game and said that your skating ability is phenomenal. Right. And I, I'm I'm not a I'm not a small guy either. Right? No, you're guys. definitely not a small guy. You're a big guy, big frame out there. Yeah. So people see my skating ability at my size. It's it's it's, it's eye opening from what I've been told from what other parents have said to my parents while watching me and other coaches from different teams say that you're a phenomenal skater and I, I mean I don't want to toot my own horn but right. this is just what I've been told now nah, this I've, I've heard the same thing from other people and Sean just so you know I was chuckling because I've heard the same thing from other guys that said they learned how to skate using figure skates and and actually as a Ranger fan you might remember this too when big Brian Boyle first came to the team he mm-hmm. was like lumbering on the ice he was like skating in concrete and he yeah. spent a summer working with a figure skater and it, it was like a marked improvement of day and night. And I, I actually oh, yeah. wish, I wish the Rangers had held on to big Brian Boyle. I'm, I mean, that's another story in the NHL. I mean, the guy, this guy's been on cancer, comes back on how he fights cancer night and right. he scores a goal. I believe it was a game winner too. It was Jersey. the game winner. He scored the game tying goal and then he scored, well, actually then against the Rangers, it was the game tying goal and then the game winning goal. But you're right. Hockey fights cancer night. He scored the uh, the game winner. So again, I'm not a devil fan. My license plate used to read devil hater, um, mm-hmm. but big Brian Boyle is definitely one of the bright spots on that club. Um, For sure. One last thing I want to ask you, Sean, you know, as far as any advice 
that you can give any of the listeners about playing hockey after high school? Is there one thing that you want to leave the uh, listeners with? One piece of advice. Um, not even after high school. Um, I know like a lot of these kids nowadays are dreaming about playing juniors and playing, get to the show and playing the NHL for their favorite team. Uh, if you have, I don't want to take this away from the state of hockey of section one, but if you have to, if you have the opportunity to play prep, prep school hockey at like a team for a team like Trinity Pauling or the Gunnery School or Avon Old Farms, I would absolutely take the opportunity and run with it. Um, I know friends that went to high school, uh, public high school in New York, and then transferred to a gunnery school, and they absolutely loved it. Um, I know a friend who was a girl, actually, who played, uh, who didn't play high school and then went to gunnery, right. and she had the time of her life there. Now right. she's playing college hockey, um, and she absolutely loves it. Um, I mean, it's hard to say. Uh, Section 1 is you don't get those big recruits like a Steve Santini anymore or sure. Joe Wegworth yep. going out playing in a Division One school and then making it to the NHL. Right. But um, you definitely see it with uh, prep school kids getting the opportunity to focus on hockey and playing at the next level like a juniors and then possibly at a Division One school. Um, so my advice for that would be take the opportunity to play at a prep school if you're that involved into right. it and that dedicated to it. Sure. Listen, but, I, um, no, I really appreciate, sure. I really appreciate your honesty with that. I mean, I did an episode not too long ago on the difference between travel and high school hockey. And I mean, you played at Yorktown, you know, you talked about the crop, you talked about the crowd, you know, scoring that goal and then jumping up to the glass and, and, you know, taking it in with the fans and you're not going to get that necessarily playing elite travel at a tournament in Massachusetts or Pennsylvania, but uh-huh. certainly going to Avon Old Farms or the Gunnery or some of these other schools that you mentioned. Certainly they have a strong tradition. Um, but again, I think the key thing that you said is if you're given the opportunity, you've got to do what's best for you. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, and again, I know we talked earlier before we started recording, you know, a former student of mine, Reed Stark, gave up the last two years of his high school career to go play out uh, out in Omaha for the Omaha Lancers. And I'm sure that was not an easy decision for him. But at the end of the day, it's what's best for him. And uh, that's the only person he really him and his parents are the only people he has to answer to at the end of the day. So yeah, we'll exactly. Leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. All right, so I, I really enjoyed chatting with uh, Sean Benson. He was a standout player uh, for the Yorktown Huskers. And now he is leading. He is the captain of the St. Thomas Aquinas Spartans. Um, they're off on break right now, but certainly they're going to be back in action soon once the uh, the college season picks back up again. So, Sean, thank you so much for taking the time out to chat with me. I look forward to seeing you uh, mix it up with Hofstra on Friday, February 2nd at Sportorama. Happy New Year, and may 2018 bring you and your family good health, peace, and prosperity. And best of luck to uh, you and your teammates. All right, thank you, Travis. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Right. Uh, definitely would love to be back on if you have the opportunity. I definitely listen. There's always there's always a spot for you. You know what we should do once the uh, regular season ends. If the you know if the Rangers are in the playoffs, maybe I'll have you on for a little like Ranger playoff uh, talk or something like that. We'll break down the uh, the matchups and everything. Uh, that'd be awesome. All right, listen, Sean. Take it easy. We'll talk soon. Thank you. you
，拜拜，拜拜。What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and as part of my ongoing "Where Are They Now" series, I'm pleased to be joined by Anthony Caruto. Anthony was a standout player for the Suffern Mounties,、uh, and then he went to、uh, take his craft to the、uh, College of New、uh, College down in New Jersey, the Rampo College Roadrunners, and he helped them win a title. And、uh, I've been fortunate enough to spend some time with him, also. In my professional career as a school counselor, because Anthony's going to be working on a master's in counseling at、uh, SUNY Oswego starting in a few weeks. So, Anthony, thank you so much for taking the time out to、uh, chat with me this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me, Trav. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. So, Anthony, talk to us a little bit about your journey from Suffern to Ramapo College. Like, how'd you wind up, you know, getting there? Right. So.、Um... Graduated Suffern in 2013.、Um, I wasn't really sure, you know, what I wanted to do for school. You know, I knew I wanted to go to school, so I actually ended up going to RCC、um, and、uh, getting associates from them.、Uh, so after Suffern, I figured I was probably done playing competitive hockey because RCC didn't have a team. I was aged out of juniors.、Um, I was playing some men's league hockey at that time.、Uh, So after RCC,、um, I was like, you know what? I, I, I know I want to go on and get my bachelor's.、Um, I decided I wanted to do it somewhere close to home. So I'm like looking around at schools, and then Ramapo came up, and I'm like, you know what? Like,、uh, they have a great psychology program, which is what I ultimately ended up going for.、Um, and then a bonus on top of that,、um, Ramapo College—they started off their hockey team again for the first time since like the '70s. So I'm like, you know, this is like a perfect opportunity for me. So I ended up choosing Ramapo based, you know, based on the school, and then the hockey came as a bonus. So and it worked out great. And stick taps out to you, Anthony. You mentioned you graduated Suffern High School in 2013, which means you were part of that 2012、uh, New York State D1 championship team. So that's that's big. Um, right, yeah, big, biggest difference on that note, Anthony. Biggest difference between playing for the Mounties and playing for the Roadrunners. Ah,、uh, so I would say the biggest difference between the Mounties and the Roadrunners,、um, or high school, is, high school. Sorry, high school. You know, in college hockey in general. Sorry. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, even in general,、um, the atmosphere. Like I will say, the atmosphere. And for me, playing at Suffern, having that huge atmosphere on Friday nights. Huge, I mean, much, huge! Was I was there Friday. That I hadn't been to Sporto since last year. Huge,、yeah. red, white, and blue.、Huge. Everybody came out. So yeah, so the、oh, crowd,、yes. yeah. And I've been to a few Rampo games, as you know. I I was doing a little bit of college hockey before the high school season started, and that is the one thing I noticed. I mean, you know, you guys won a title, so I'd like. And again, you do bring the crowds. You know, some crowds do come out. Um, I certainly think、right. like a fan bus. 
I know you guys do great with the social media, with Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and whatnot, and even doing live streams, you know, so people back at the dorms can watch or people wherever can watch, but maybe doing a fan bus. I know you're not with them anymore, but, you know, maybe doing a fan bus or maybe doing, you know, something just to bring the crowds out. But uh, certainly, yeah. but what about, you know, like on the ice too, Anthony? Like, I mean, it sounds like a silly question, but what, what would you say the biggest difference between playing at the college club level and the high school level is from a skills perspective? Um, honestly, I didn't find a huge difference from the skills um, perspective. Okay. One thing I will say, though, is I don't know, you know, it probably has something to do with all the guys getting older. So, like, in high school, you're playing against – the oldest guys you're playing against are going to be 18. Right. Where in club hockey, I mean, there was um, – there's some players in club hockey who are even, like, like 26, 27, so they're right. men. Yeah. I would say the strength of the players yeah. is probably the biggest difference. Huh. You know, it's funny you bring that up. There is a guy, I don't know his name, you might know who I'm talking about. I When I was covering the Rampo games, he took his helmet off and I'm like, is that a 30-year-old guy like right, playing right. for yeah. Rampo with the full beard? And, you know, I get it. Sometimes people go the junior route, you know, they take some time off, you know, wherever life takes them, then they wind up coming back and trying to, you know, play and, and certainly most importantly get their education. Right. Um you know, have you been able to catch any suffering games or Rampo games this season? If so, like, what are your thoughts on on either team? So, I unfortunately have not been able to catch um, either of them play yet this year. But just looking online and at the stats, and you know, watching some videos, um, first about suffering. I mean, they stepped up big time. So, I, I know they started one and three, and now they're. Um, seven and three right um they had a big win last night against rye yes. um uh they looks like they're playing really good d they had like a three game shutout streak halper did and yep. i mean they're they're playing some good hockey and for like a young team that's nice to see yeah they're, it they're looks like they're getting back to their mountie roots so. yeah they're getting hot at the right time but you know uh, i think friday night anthony now i don't know what your plans are i'm not you know you're a young guy i don't want to dictate your uh, <laughs> i don't want to dictate your social calendar but I'm pretty sure, Anthony, on Friday night, January 12th, at Sportorama, the Suffering Mounties are going to tangle with uh, the Tigers of Mamaronek. Oh, man, is that, that's on Friday night, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a big one. It's always that's been a, a big one. That's a big one. So, yeah. so that'll be a good test for them. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you probably stay in touch with some of the boys from the Ramapo team. I know uh, in speaking to Sean Gordon, who's now the goalie, uh, you know, a couple of big, big Pat Callanan got a job, you know. Uh, right. So he's yeah, out. Dan, Danny DeMarco. Yeah, good for him, of course. Danny DeMarco also is no longer with the program because, again, he also wound up getting a job doing what he wants to do which in law enforcement, which I think is awesome. So, um you know, um, from what I've seen, though, Ramapo is certainly one of the more dominant programs in their league. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've seen them lose in the handful of games that I saw, and, and, and they played some top teams. That played actually, you know what they did? They didn't. They didn't win against Fordham University, but it came right down to like the final seconds, major comeback, major push. Um, and I right. want to say. I can't remember if they lost to Delaware or not, but again, Delaware is a real strong program, and if they wound up winning, it was a close game, or losing, it was a close game. So either way, I definitely like right. what I see out of the Roadrunners as well. Oh yeah, they're they're looking great, and I mean, you know, one thing that I'll say that I really like about Ramapo this year is their strength of schedule. Um, it's increased dramatically since last year. 
Um, last year, playing at Ramapo, uh, we ended up going 26-1 and and ultimately winning our league championship. Right. Um, even after all that, we, had, we still didn't get selected to go to regionals because of our lack of um, schedule strength, hmm. I guess I'll say. You know, it's interesting. So, no, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. No, yeah. So, I mean, I think strength of schedule is um, – it's – big in um college you know in in college hockey strength of schedule is big i mean and that's perfect example like i said last year winning all those games but you know the committee at acha decided um they decided that our schedule wasn't strong enough so we couldn't go so you know even if they're going to take a few more losses than last year at least it's at the expense of um better teams you know it's interesting you bring it up because this the topic for this week's show is strength of schedule so I'm glad you chimed in with that because I can use it as part of my intro in uh, in uh, episode nine. So you've got definitely a hand. You've got a hand in episode nine, and then when this interview airs, I will definitely tag you in it. Yeah, strength of schedule is huge, and that's something that I've been talking about with with fans and listeners for the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, you talked about the crowds at Sporto on a Friday night, which is very difficult to replicate. I've been to a lot of other rinks. Um, I just think the the proximity of the fans to the ice is a huge factor and the fact that you know again it's just it's in our backyard it's easy to get to but what's one thing you miss what's the one thing you miss the most about playing high school hockey with the boys um i think probably the most like besides the atmosphere would be um just like the camaraderie with the guys and really a lot of the off-ice stuff um so whether it's like playing floor hockey up in the locker room that we had there, um, going out to eat the night before games, um, bus ride, like stuff like that. I mean, we had some of that at Ramapo, but I don't, I couldn't equate it to, um, playing at Suffern. It was like a different thing. You know, it was good. Sean Gordon said the Buffalo chicken tenders at Ramapo college are top notch. So, uh, before, before the game, they get, they get on the, you know, get some chicken tenders and get on the bus. I told him I'm going to have to shoot down there one of these days and grab some and, Try them for myself. Right. Hey, uh, in your opinion, Anthony, just overall the state of hockey in Section 1, state of hockey like in, uh, you know, Rockland, Bergen, Westchester area, based on, you know, your experience as a high school player and now certainly, you know, as a college player, men's league. I know, you know, you, you do a lot in terms of clinics and workshops and and things you know just in the area in general keep you know so just what are your thoughts on the state of hockey in this area um i think it's the best it's ever been and i'll say this because you know um since 2012 uh section one the hudson valley area we brought back three state championships right pelham got one mammal got one um i was lucky enough to be part of sufferance right um that's I mean, I think that really put downstate hockey on the map in general. Absolutely, um, absolutely. And and I will say, you know, I'll, I'll toot your horn. Um, your coverage has been great for um, this area as well. So I pre- we all thank you for that. Yeah, I appreciate that, Anthony. And thank you again for coming on. I know you and I were in the office, you know, talking one day. And you're like, oh, I got to get. I said, yeah, let's get you on the show. Let's get you on the show. So that's awesome. All right, for sure. Um Hey, can you describe for us a typical day in the life of Anthony Crudo right now? I know you're kind of in between things. You know, I see you subbing at the middle school, subbing at the high school a little bit. Um, yeah. I know you're getting ready to go up to Oswego to continue your studies. So what's a typical day in the life of Anthony Crudo these days? Yeah, so I, I am, uh, like you said, I am in a 
little bit of a transition period because I am getting ready a uh, couple weeks. I'm shipping up to Oswego for the semester. Um, pretty much like a typical day would be um, first things first. I love to get up and go work out in the morning. Big advocate for morning workouts. Um, it is a love hate relationship though. Yeah. But you feel good coming out. Absolutely. Um, so I, probably I do probably that. Gym. I I do that too. I do that. You know, four forty-five a.m. workout, which is oh, yeah tough. It's great. It's great, but it sucks at the same time. It's Absolutely. hard to get out of bed, but you're glad you did it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, then after that, like you said, um, I'm usually heading to school, so uh, I've been doing some substitute teaching in the district, and I've also uh, been working a bit alongside you and um, observing, you know, seeing, you know, the day in the life of a school counselor. So um, that's been very helpful. Um, you know, after school. Um, not a whole, like, honestly, like, some relax, you know, I'll relax, uh, maybe, you know, answer, like, email or social media, like, whatever stuff, you know, little things like that. Um, then, you know, I'll end up taking care of some stuff that I might have to take care of for grad school, like, you know, all the essentials. Right. Um, you getting on the ice, after- getting on the ice at all, though? Because I know you text me every now and then that you're doing this and doing that. So any, like, on ice stuff that yeah. you've been doing? I. I do. So most of the, um, so I am playing some men's league in the time being. Um, right. and I do, I do some coaching, um, over at Laura Stamp power skating. Nice. Um, I'm an, I'm a instructor there. I'm training to be a head instructor there right now. Awesome. We do a lot of our work in the summertime. So it's been kind of quiet now. Gotcha. Um, but shout outs to them though. Great yeah. company. Any of you, uh, young skaters out there looking to improve your skating stride, Laura Stamp's power skating. I've been doing it my whole life. Love it. So helpful. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, so then after that, um, my dad and I, we have season tickets to the devils. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of nights wound up going down to the prune, catching some, uh, devil hockey. So that's been a lot of fun as well. Absolutely. We'll get, we'll get to that team in a few minutes. I have a couple more questions for you. Um, (laughs) you know, we talked about this before the, um, before we started recording, you know, I know you've been up to Oswego a couple of times to get yourself settled as far as your classes and, you know, help you with the transition. Have you found a place in Oswego, you know, as far as like a food spot that like you haven't seen down here anywhere? You know, is there a spot that you're looking forward to hitting, you know, late night, you know, whether you're studying or whether you hit the ice with the boys? I uh, yeah. So I, I'll say two spots. Um, the first one I'm going to go, um, Oswego sub shop. Now I'll say it's pretty good. Um, I don't think it quite equates to, you know, a deli, like in our area, you know, right, for all right. you guys listening, you know how the delis are here. They're perfect. Um, but I'd say Oswego sub shop okay. is probably, um, the closest that you'll get up there and they got some good sandwiches and like they'll name them after some of the famous Oswego alums. So like, like Al Roker has a sub named after him, Linda Cohn, Steve Levy. Awesome. So it's, it's a pretty cool hangout spot. I see a lot of students going there too. Let me get an Al Roker and a Steve Levy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the other, other places, uh, Calios, I think it's a chain upstate. I think they're around a lot of Sunnis. It's a calzone shop. Ooh. So, you know, it's you know you can get anything you want you like they have they have a calzone i think with like fried chicken and mac and cheese in it i'm like are you kidding me nice. that's crazy like uh, i mean definitely serves some pre- some pretty good uh 
late night food so you know if you know what i'm saying so. if you put if you eat a few of those and you definitely got to do those morning workouts man well that that's that's what i'm saying like if i come home and i have you know a few extra lbs on me you'll know why <laughs> uh, listen they we call that good living um what's what's the best piece of advice that you've received regarding playing hockey post high school um i'd say that probably the best piece of advice would be to just enjoy the game for what it is and just have fun doing it because for most kids um when you're playing in college it's probably going to be the last bit of competitive hockey that you'll play um so just have fun and enjoy it you know what i mean because it's like it's your last couple of years of playing competitive hockey so that would be my big piece of advice i love it i love it all right so let's switch gears to the nhl i know you mentioned that team and certainly we can get into it um what are your thoughts um certainly as a devil fan i'm very interested in hearing your thoughts on the team this year uh because i'll have to say as someone who is not a fan of the of the devils as someone who <laughs> essentially wrote them off this year I am pleasant. Well, no, I shouldn't say pleasantly surprised. I'm very surprised at how well they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're. I think they're surprising everybody this year. I mean, I'm. I'm certainly surprised, and you know, pleasantly surprised. Um, I mean, I don't even know what I could say about. It. I mean, their fourth line is playing out of their minds. Like, yeah. um, you know, just to name a few names: Brian Gibbons, um, Blake Coleman, uh, Stephen Nason, a couple Texas-born kids there. Yeah. I mean, they're. They're playing out of their minds. I mean, uh, you know, they're like this last week, they're skidding a little bit, but you know that's going to happen in an eighty-two game schedule. Sure. So what are you going to do? Sure. Well, you but have a you have a surprised. you have a nice cushion. You haven't they, you know they they built up a nice cushion. Um, that, that's the thing. Did, yeah. Did they get Gibbons from uh, Pittsburgh? Is that where they he came did. From? Um, yeah, they did. He was playing in Pittsburgh's farm system in uh, Wilkes Park. Yeah. yeah, we got him out of there. Oh, you yeah. know what? You've got one of the best GMs in the business. His fingerprints are all over those Penguin Stanley Cups. I don't care what anybody says. You know what I mean? Right. And they they yeah. got they got three years. Yeah, I mean, as much as I don't like the team, I know a little bit about them. They got three yeah. years younger between this summer and the start of the season. They went from a collective age of twenty nine to a collective age of twenty six. Landed Nico Heischer, which was huge. You know, you oh, know, yeah. now you got out. You know, Hall is starting to contribute. You know, big Brian Boyle. What a feel good story this year. You know, yeah, and you've got yes, Jesper Brat. I mean, the list goes on. And Corey Schneider looks like he's re kind of refound his game. You know, the defense that I thought was going to be a little bit of an Achilles heel seems to be holding their own. You know, a guy like mm-hmm. a guy like John Moore that had a couple coffee with the rangers is now you know panning out so you know it's uh listen i think it's great when the local teams you know the rangers the devils the islanders are all playing well so you know as much as i dislike that team i have to respect them um you know and and again we talked about this before the podcast started you know the 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 rangers are you know certainly in the playoff race um but i'm tired of them just making the playoffs i want to see a championship you know, it's been since 94, and, and, and maybe I'm just sour at this point, but it's like I'm tired of watching highlight videos of 94, and I'm tired of the woulda, shoulda, coulda. You know, we just right. got to, you know, get it together. Um, you know my feelings on the goaltending situation. I think it's a lot of money to be tied into a position that you could be spent elsewhere. The production right. is not the same. And lately, the on-ice shenanigans or hijinks with the – breaking of the sticks and the the going off on the teammates and 
acting kind of like a diva in the net. I'm just, I've just grown very, very tired of it. So I'm sure some of the Lundquist fanboys out there will give me some sugar, honey, iced tea, you know, once, uh, once this, this episode airs, but look, it's my show. (laughs) It's my opinion. I make no bones about it. I was a huge Henrik Lundquist supporter starting in, you know, 06 when he, you know, backstopped team Sweden to Olympic gold. But I mean, right. let's be honest. That's twelve years ago, you know. So, right. you know, this everyone's is everyone's stay comes to an end at some point, right? right? So, this is a result. It might be time to move on, right? So. This is a results-oriented business. Um, mm-hmm. I understand if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have had probably 2012, 2014, 2015. But at the end of the day, what do we really have other than memories? You know, so um, right. there's a, there's a deli. You'll get a kick out of this, Anthony. You probably even know what I'm talking about. There's a deli near the Prudential Center that has like the lunch specials and it says the Henrik Lundqvist special bowls only no cups of soup. So, you know, <laughs> that's, funny. that's very clever. All right. That's well, Anthony, um, I wish you all the best. I hope I get to see you before you ship off to Oswego again. I'm not sure what you're doing Friday night, but you know, Mounties are playing the Tigers of Mamaronek. Should yeah. be a big tilt at the old barn. So, um, hey, you know, I might have to check that out. I might have to check that out. It'd be great I'll to see. Let, no. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> great to see you there. It'd be great to see you in the building, you know, before you ship out. So, I've been chatting with Anthony Caruto, uh, 2012 New York State Division One champion, uh, 2016. Anthony, what was the what's the league? I don't have the the moniker of the league for Rampo. What was that? What's that league? Uh, it, uh, they call it the uh, Metropolitan Collegiate Hockey League. So M- MCHL. 2016 MCHL champion. Um, he's got a very bright future in the field of education. It's uh, I've been fortunate enough to get to know him a little bit over these last couple of months. So this has been uh, another episode of Where Are They Now? And uh, this is your boy, Trav. And uh, Anthony, again, I hope 2018 brings you good health, peace, and prosperity to you and your family. And again, all the best. And thanks for coming on. Yeah, you as well. Thanks, Travis. Appreciate you having me on. Oh, my pleasure. It was a blast.